everybody. My name is Metal Music Man. And I'm Professor Lex. And this is episode 19. 19. I knew that one. Of the Metal Lex podcast. I was in our uh, Spotify earlier uh, in a non-masturbatory way. Yeah, Yeah, we had a a weird issue with Spotify. So weird, weird technical glitch uh, in the Matrix. I don't even know if I'd say it's a glitch in Spotify. Spotify so much as it is just a weird thing that they do. So there, there was an issue with the original episode 18 that I uploaded, which if you remember, we were playing games and it, it like got mm-hmm. whenever I exported it, something weird yes. happened and it cut off the end of it. So then I went, oh, OK, that's weird. And I re-uploaded it. But apparently, unlike every other podcast service known to man, including Google and iTunes, Spotify does not serve the file directly from your web host. So I just upload these to my website, which actually is metalmusicman.com but i changed it to hypedragon.net and it's a whole thing anyway it just serves it just serves it from a website okay so i upload it to the website which i own and run it's the same thing that runs ultimate frame data i just put it on the web server and i give it that link and when you listen on google or itunes or pretty much any podcast service at all it actually Except does for- serve from that website which i didn't expect when i first started doing this i expected podcasts to work like youtube where you upload a file and mm-hmm. youtube hosts it for you but they don't. You just give them an RSS feed and they pull straight. So like when I'm listening to Star Talk Radio with Neil deGrasse Tyson, it's pulling from whatever server they have it on. It's not pulling from Google or iTunes. Anyway, long story mm-hmm. short, Spotify, for reasons that I don't understand, apparently doesn't do that. Spotify works like YouTube, even though it's the same submission process, which is what's really weird. Like you, you submit the RSS feed to Spotify the exact same way you submit an RSS feed to Google or YouTube or Google or uh, iTunes. It's just that apparently Spotify, once it gets the RSS feed, it downloads that file and it just puts it on the server, on the Spotify server, and then serves it. So since there was an error with that and I updated it on my end, Spotify was like, well, it has the same file name. I'm not going to re. I've already seen the I've already got 18. it. I don't have to rewatch I'm not it. Re downloading it. minutes is good. Yeah. So I had to like rename episode 18 to episode 18 V2, and then Spotify finally saw it, which took like 15 minutes for it to update. So yeah, Spotify is uh, weird. Yeah. You know, yeah. anyway. Weird technical things. What a boring thing to start the podcast with. Let's. let's I'm talk, so sorry. Let's talk about some Dude. some butts real quick before we. Yeah, get hell into, yeah. Into things. Do you, do you have butt updates? Well, you've got that knowing smile, like okay. like a butt. There's nothing good. There's nothing good per se. I mean, there's <laughs> In this world or well, yes, yes. The, the world is a thorn. I actually told <laughs> someone at my work. Someone at my work the other day was was complaining to me about COVID. I work for a school and it's terrifying because schools are going to open and we're all going to die and it's going to be horrible. Die. Yeah. And uh, and they were saying like, oh my god, this is just so bad. And they're basically trying to get me. It felt like they were trying to get me to like. I don't know if they want to be like join a mutineer squad or what, but it yeah. was it was like they were like, oh, this is bullshit. There's not enough you know, provisions and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, look, we need more PPE. We need. Yeah. yeah. I was like, look, I'm, I'm a nihilist. We're all going to die. <laughs> it, it does. I, we, we shouldn't open, but I don't think there's no. anything mm-hmm. you can do with, you can't, you could give all the masks and the cleaning supplies and everything out in the world. And you could have everyone sit there and tell you they're doing everything the best they can, but they don't. People are idiots. People, they're going to, sneeze they're gonna poop on the floor i'm gonna poop on the floor everybody's gonna poop on the floor at some point somebody's gonna do something they're gonna do something and and it, or, or they're gonna get bored they're gonna get bored yeah, or, they're gonna get, the or they're gonna get forgetful and they're not and they're not gonna wear their mask and they're gonna give each other a hug or handshake the only thing you can do is cl- close it down as yeah. soon as you as soon as you, you can't so, trust people so yeah so anyway when you're saying you know the there's nothing in the world 
That's basically what I what I told my coworker, and they just like looked at me <laughs> in in shock and awe. And I was like, "Yeah, nothing we do matters, you know. But if all oh. that, if nothing we do matters, all that matters is what we do, because that's all there is." There's a quote from Angel that's the best quote of all time. Hell yeah, that's a quote I live my <laughs> life by. Actually, <laughs> obviously, um, there's a um, yes, obviously. <laughs> There's Obviously. there's an episode of The Daily Show from like a million years ago. Do you remember that show with John Stewart yes, before it was John Trevor Stewart. Noah? Mm-hmm. Um and uh there's like some episode of that where I don't remember what the political topic was. It was something I think there were there were like riots in Russia over something or something. It was some I don't remember, it was some vague thing. But they were talking about this topic and how like horrible, like we'll just I'm making this issue up, but it was some issue vaguely like this, where it was like how horrible John Stewart was like the Russian government's so horrible. They're treating their their uh their citizens so horribly, there's all these things. Here's here's a video interview we did of this lady in Russia that really sums things up nicely. And it's this like old 80-year-old woman. I'm gonna mm-hmm. butcher a Russian accent now. Are you ready? Oh, and good. she's she's just like she shows she shows up. Yeah, well, yeah. It's okay. I'm not doing Russian face. Um, so, <laughs> so, so she's she's just like there's this show I watch in America called Angel. Have you seen? And like, and she's talking to this. It's this like newscast. She's like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. And she's just like, if nothing you do matters, then all that matters is what do because all is. It is best show. I live my life by this. And I was like, that woman is my spirit animal. I'm going going to to find her and marry her. That is the best shit of life, dude. Uh, Okay, so anyway. Tell me about it. Yeah, butts, butt things. Uh, Okay, so I don't, I've been uh, Snapchat celibate for several Mm -hmm. several months now. I, I installed Snapchat. I got Wow. I you, don't, you turned I, your back on it. You renounced your Snapchat. I, I haven't renounced it, but it, it just... It's like you might have. There's a little bit of renouncement. It's a, Well, it's a break. It just got... Okay, I'm not going to lie. The, 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 one, the one chick who I like did some things and we shared some lewds and she seemed cool. And I was like, yeah, I have a cool friend who thinks I'm attractive and we'll, we'll send each other lewds and it'll be good. And then we'll, mm-hmm. we'll do things. It it kind of it definitely stung me when she was like, "Hey, I'm opening a premium Snapchat." You are my only fan. And it was yeah. like, and again, not that she was opening one, but that she sent me a mass message that clearly went to like 50 other dudes because it really just didn't feel like that was what we had had up to that point. Yeah. So you when I got at least a personalized, she could have invitation yeah, to a premium ex- Snapchat. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so I was like, "Oh, that hurts." And then bigot chick. Uh, finally, this is the other update. If this has gone back oh, no. several podcasts, bigot chick, bigot chick finally messaged me. This is like fuck. This is like a month or more ago at this point. I just wow. haven't brought it up. You've been holding but, out on us. Yeah. Well, we haven't had a lot of butt talk in the last couple podcasts. Oh, we kept talking fair, about serious shit. Yeah. To be fair, I haven't had that. I haven't had anything really since then, so it doesn't <laughs> matter. But, but, um, bigot chick messaged me and was like, "Oh, I'm uh, gonna disconnect with you. I don't want a pen pal because she kept asking me to like." fuck her or something and i kept being like i'm pretty sure you're gonna murder me i don't want to do this and so when she said that i was like yes yes you're free i'm free i didn't have to because i was pretty worried if i told this chick that i didn't want to like talk to her or like something she was gonna freak out and murder me yeah she was gonna murder me Uh, so you're a small boy it's all for the best 
So yeah. the actual current update, which I think I've mentioned briefly, briefly at some point, is that uh, at the end of one of them, uh, I'm not sending lewds or doing anything, but this girl seems really cool. I might actually mm-hmm. like her. Um, oh, okay. So that girl. So yeah. it's still her. Um, Hocus Pocus. Yeah, Hocus Pocus. We'll call, we'll call her yeah. Hocus Pocus. Yeah. She's really cool. I think I actually like her. Um, but what's weird about her is that, well, it's weird and good. She's very like robotic, much, much more like, like blunt and to the point about certain things than most, most women in general that I've known. And most, especially women on social, uh, not sure. social, social dating apps. Um, Cause they're putting themselves out there by, by the virtue of being. Yeah. So she'll there. just say stuff sometimes that's like, very, which it's, it's very endearing to me. Um, but it's, it's hard to navigate because of COVID. So had I already gone on like a real life date with this girl, it mm. would be the easiest thing in the world because I'd be like, oh, she's like weird and robotic. And I like that because I don't like small talk either. Right. But because we've only done video e-date things because COVID, I am yeah. stuck in the purgatory of being a human being with a penis on a dating app. And therefore Damn. I have to, I no have to keep, look. I have, yeah. yeah, I have to keep, I have to keep have making to small talk. Because You're the aggressor. because she's yeah. an she's an attractive, desirable, cool person who I want to talk to, and I don't want to bother her with small talk because I also hate small talk. I can see her hating small talk, and I'm like, I also like that. But also, I, I feel like if you I need don't small talk. You lose your end. Yes, yes. Yeah. So yeah. so my my update. We 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 talked for like two hours on our first like video date thing, which is a pretty good start. Most things don't go on for a particularly long time if they're not going well. And mm-hmm. uh, and then we chatted some more after that. She seems pretty cool. Um, she's got uh, we have a lot of like similar dating history stuff. And like I said, I just I don't know. I she's got a very dry, almost sort of mean sarcasm sense of humor that's pretty interesting um and uh and so that's cool and i like it but what will happen because of all the things that i've just described is that i will message her something and she'll message me back and we'll get in like a message sequence and i'm and i'm like yeah we're talking we're chatting like sometimes you message someone and they're busy and they message you back later and then other times you're clearly both on at the same time and you're both Mm -hmm. like message 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 back 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 you know back and forth and and so that'll happen, and then she'll just send me a message, and the conversation will just will just die. And oh, I no. and I can't <laughs> tell if it's because she wants it to die, but she's still interested. If she uh-huh. wants it to die, but she's maybe a little bit annoyed and not just interested. Yeah. Or maybe that's just normal weird awkwardness and I'm overthinking it. It could be any one of those three, right? So yeah. the the story that I'm about to tell you that is funny to me is I was talking to her. Uh, yesterday when I was playing, I played some smash with Hylian yesterday after work. And, um, I was talking to her, uh, via text, like in between some of the games. And I, I was like, Hey, I canceled on my trip this weekend, which is now to California Ah, because COVID is a motherfucker and COVID sucks. So I am conveniently free this weekend. Uh, do you want to watch Hocus Pocus? Cause we still haven't fucking watched. Oh yeah. We still haven't watched (laughs) Hocus Pocus, which is a thing we keep trying to do for, for reasons. I don't know. Um, it's a great movie from the nineties with Pet Midler and you should watch it. It's horrible, but SGP. amazing. It's, amazing. Oh, it's phenomenal. Yeah. 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 It's, it, it's amazing. So, um, 
so I was like, yeah, you do, and I was like, do you want to come over to my place or I'll go over to yours? Because we've had like the two video dates and it's COVID and mm-hmm. it's really weird to meet someone at their place. That's normally like the number one rule of online dating is like, nobody wants to do that. Don't invite anyone to your place until you've meet, met them in a public place. But COVID but turns go to a everything yeah. upside down and nothing makes sense. Yeah. So now you just invite people over, right? So I did that and I was like, ah, this is good. Like she'll, she'll probably want to do something. And, and if she doesn't, then I'll know at this point that she's maybe yeah. not interested. Um, so she responds back pretty quickly and she was like, uh, her first thing was like, can we do next weekend? Cause I'm super busy this weekend. So, you know, she's not free, but then she immediately suggested next weekend and yeah. then also said like all the things she was doing this weekend. She was like, I'm doing this, this, and this, and this, and this, and this is why I'm busy. I'm like, okay, if she was trying to like blow me off, she probably would have been way less detailed and whatever. So that's good. So now here, but here's where this is where this chick throws me curveballs with the way that she texts because mm-hmm. she said one of the things she was doing was getting uh, a tattoo. Okay. And she was like, so I'm going to be limping all day, like Sunday while I do something. And I'm like, Oh, you're getting like a big ass tattoo. That's cool. So I, uh, so I was like, yeah, that's fine. No problem. Next weekend's good. Let me know. We'll definitely do it. Right. And then I was mm-hmm. like, well, I should make some shitty small talk. I should make some shitty small as talk. As long as you're here, you should be Because we're here, small. I yeah. should try to keep a little bit of a conversation going. So I'm like, oh, cool. Like, good luck with the limping of the tattoo. But, you know, like, what kind of tattoo is it? What are you getting done? And uh, it's shitty small talk. I hate, I hate shitty small talk, too. Yeah. I hate it, too. I hate it, too. So she responds. She responds back. She just says, uh, it's more of like an ongoing project, period. Nice. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> was, that's not I mean, nice. That's not nice. I was just. That's not nice at all. That immediately made Larry me. David, <laughs> that if you've been Larry David, she would have said, "I don't see how it's any of your business." Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, so, up. so it could have been worse. Could have been worse. You're not wrong. Yeah. But I was just like, "Ah, oh, man!" Like that's like a shoot down. So I'm like, "Okay, first, but, but this is the com- the complicated part of dealing with COVID and the usual like dating." protocol right because again normally i would have already been on a date with this person and i would probably already be at such a point that i wouldn't feel the need to make small talk because we Mm -hmm. would have either hit it off and done well or we wouldn't have but because i'm in small talk purgatory because we've only done god damn these gnats dude i've killed four fucking gnats today and i'm gonna kill like six more during this podcast during the podcast it is a gnat apocalypse so i apologize if i interrupt myself by swatting at gnats but they're they're eating me alive anyway so you, just before you get back on track, you can't hear my cat screaming outside my door, can you? I haven't yet. <laughs> OK, good. Keep now going. I'm going to listen for it. <laughs> he's, he's just meowing. He's just going, huh? He, he's mad because I closed the door. Uh, what a jerk. What yeah. a jerk you are. He doesn't have thumbs. Oh, um, bastard. <laughs> so, OK, so uh, so I get this message. I'm stuck in purgatory. And this is the problem is like I need to I need to continue the small talk. And I'm constantly I'm paranoid about it both because I don't like it and I know it is too much small talk. I know I'm already doing it. I should be making moves, right? I know that yeah. already. But then also I'm paranoid about it because I can tell she doesn't like small talk and that makes me like her more. Which makes you want to do more small talk. You've got a Ex- negative feedback exactly. loop. Yeah. Exactly. So so I look at this message and I'm I'm talking to Jordan while we're playing Smash and I'm just I look at it for like probably like five minutes. The game is paused. We're in the middle of like a set. We're like schmoving on each other. And I'm just like, I need to respond to this. And then I'm like, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. 
And eventually I was just like, I'm not going to respond to this. It feels like, wow. it, feel, it feels like I don't want to play games. I hate playing games. I hate that. But, I hate but playing choosing games. not to engage is also playing a game. It's all a game no matter what. So yep. sure. It's a game. So you you're know. just going to be unhappy. Well, but, but there's nothing you can do. I wasn't, it wasn't like a fuck you, but it was kind of like, I don't really have anything to say to this. I don't want to leave the conversation on another, another uh-huh. weird small talk cliffhanger of irrelevancy, right? I was like, yeah. if she wanted to talk about the tattoo, she probably would have said more about the tattoo. And mm-hmm. I'm just going to assume, I'm going to assume for the best, and just that she, as she has indicated to me thus far, does not like small talk and that this does not indicate that she isn't interested in me. And that you might be thinking is presumptuously optimistic. And you could be right. It could be that, that it is the opposite for you. Maybe for me. (laughs) So I'm happy to report that today I got a text from her that said, and I didn't say anything. She just responded to me at some point today. She was like, uh, after she sent me, it's a work in progress and then never said anything. And I never said, anything. Uh-huh. she sent me a message that was like, uh, I forget the exact gist of it, but it was like, Oh, it's really intricate. I would send you a picture, but it's much better to see it in person. Winky face. Boom. <laughs> We're back in the game. Winky Hell face. Yeah. We're back. You in got the, game. the winky face. I got that's the like, winky face. That's the guarantee. It's suggestive that's, that's that the tattoo cool. might be in a place. It's vaguely sexual yeah. without being maybe, overtly maybe sexual. Maybe it's in the bikini zone. I, I said something to the effect leg. of, yes, I would like to witness it or something. Um, with a cheesy <laughs> smile. Um, let, let me perceive. <laughs> yeah, you said some weird shit. Yeah, no. Sorry, my exact response was, I would love to drink in your ink with my eye mouths. And... <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway i don't have your phone tap don't worry oh my god so anyway uh i'm gonna clip a hangnail real quick don't mind me boom oh, um nice. yeah that was quick uh so yeah i don't know we'll see she's busy this weekend i'm just gonna not message her that's a good solid interaction i'm gonna give her some time i'll message her maybe sunday or monday or sometime next week because i know she's busy and hopefully i'll get to hang out with her next weekend i just know where the tattoo is and what it's of. I'm guessing it's like on her leg. Yeah, what's your what's your theory? You think leg? I'm guessing it's on her leg because one of her profile pictures on Tinder before we swapped over to phone texting was um some sort of stick up shirt see through with the bra type outfit. Okay, thing. so you feel like if it were about the chest. And and there was like a considerable amount of midriff and arms and there were no tats mm-hmm. there. So unless and when we've chatted, she's had short sleeves and there's still nothing. So I feel like it's like on her legs. Okay. I feel like she I feel like she's got like a cool big leg tattoo somewhere. Yeah. Some kind of cool okay. cool that's, leggy thing. That's a safe bet. Um yeah. my money, as long as we're betting on people, is on uh the, the small of her back. Are you, you're sneaking up on another gnat? I was. And I ruined it? Okay. My bad. <laughs> you didn't ruin anything. You're yeah. fine. You, are you saying um, you think she has a tramp stamp? <laughs> no, no, no. Not a tramp stamp. Just like, just like a work towards the small of her back. It, it could be like on the side, like a hip tattoo or something. My, my money was on leg, but you took leg. And so now I have to guess something else. And I think that cleavage would true. be too obvious. We can both guess. 
we can both guess leg. Okay, then I'll guess the right leg. Okay, there you go. There you go. There you go. I didn't specify. Well, now I have to take. No, no, no. I'm guessing. Yeah. we're both guessing <laughs> right. right leg. Right leg, it is. Uh, so damn. Okay, well, if it's on her left leg, you know what you have to do. Yeah. So anyway, uh, uh, that's my butt updates. I am. I am. Uh, I have been basically celibate for fuck. Buttless. Yeah, I've been yeah. buttless for like two months now. Three months. Three. Is that Fourth right? Thing. Is that how long I, has COVID been? Well, I've done things during COVID, but only only digital yeah. things. I, I've been yeah, but digital is more than none. I've been digitally celibate in addition to actually Damn. celibate for the for last months? for the last like two months, Damn. probably. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Well, no one it just it like that. well, it's like I said, it got it got kind of I don't know. I I'm not saying I'll never go back to the Snapchat, but it it sure. got it got kind of like Neh. I was like Neh. I don't know too much to maintain. Yeah, yeah, the horniness just left me. At a certain point. Wow, it just evacuated your body. You, I had you my, were free of the horniness. I had my video crazy jerk-off threesome fest thing of fun times that it was like the peak of COVID horny. You know, you get on the Snapchat, mm-hmm. you you do all the things, and it was, I didn't have any regrets about it, but then it was just like after, after the things fell through, I was like, do I want to like track someone down on Tinder and then get their Snapchat and initiate this? Do I want to send lewds? And I was like, no, I don't. I just don't. I don't want to send lewds. I don't. You I don't. Want, I don't want to do it. You had extended post come clarity. Yeah. <laughs> I don't feel like that was it because it. it well, delayed maybe. Delayed oh, okay. maybe because it was like late onset. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, e-, e celibacy is the current wave for me. No, no butt updates uh, except for a human that I actually like and want to do butt things wow. with. Wow. So yeah, we'll see. Maybe That's maybe dangerous. we'll meet maybe we'll meet in person and the chemistry will be horrible and everything will go horribly. Who knows? Maybe that'll be what yeah. happens. But so far, I feel like a video chat is fairly indicative, but the difference is the video chat it has a it has an amount of awkwardness inherent to it. Mm-hmm. And so that can be a blind spot for any any awkwardness that you might have in real life, you know, that's not filled with you could get a false positive. Yeah. Did you just I swatted a gnat on my microphone. Yeah. Good. They're everywhere, man. It's horrible. Um, Excuse me. So I had a bunch of earlier. No, you're good. I, I got some Mexican food. It's in a styrofoam container next to me, and I'm not eating it. I'm practicing um, delayed gratification. Delayed. Tantric uh, Mexican. Tantric um, Mexican food edging. Yes. That's me right now. I see it over there, and it sees me. You just want to take and little nibbles, little nibbles of yeah. the enchilada? Just a, a little bit of for rice. For like three hours. Right? Yeah, and then finally, <laughs> finally, you'll eat the entire Just plate of enchiladas in one bite. Entire burrito into my mouth. They yeah. call it enchilada edging. Yes, <laughs> enchilada. And anyway, enchiladas. Uh, so I've been sitting on some knowledge for the past week uh, that I haven't shared with you. I've Uh-oh. been waiting for the Uh-oh. to be able to get your your reaction on camera. Oh no. Uh, so you're familiar with uh, Jeff and how he's been making the climb through the. Uh, he's he's been slogging through the the archives. Our podcast. Yes. My friend Jeff has been listening to us, and we were all very excited because now we've got our own first fan or whatever. Thanks. Well, not our first. We got we got A A two and Hylian and there's which by the way there aren't a lot of people who listen to this podcast, but I do want to say thank you to all the people who yeah. actually keep up with it because if I was hedging my bets, it would have been that <laughs> literally no one ever listened to it. But we've got like four or five people that are listening Jeez, to every episode, yeah, and a couple other people that are kind of coming in from behind. So. Drop in, I, drop out. I'm shocked. Th- thank you. I'm glad you enjoy thank our rambling. Flattered. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, um, uh, your friend Jeff, who listens to this podcast, Jeff. thank you. Listen to the podcast. Hi, Jeff. 
Um, he's not the only one who's been listening to the podcast. In fact, Jim, my girlfriend, has been listening to and catching up on oh. the Metal and Lex podcast. Uh, I found out on accident. I found out when she was like 13 episodes deep or something <laughs> because it was her intention, I found out, to take little snippets and little bits of things that we've said in our podcast and sort of sprinkle them into our conversations <laughs> and gaslight me for months. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's really funny that you say that because I forget sometimes or I don't want to assume that people have listened and that's happened to me. I was talking to Hylian about some stuff the other day and I go, have I told you this story? And he goes, no, but you told it on your podcast. And I was like, God. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> the perils of podcasting. Now. Yeah. Yeah. So she was, she was going to, uh, to dump it all on me at the end. She was going to be gaslighting me for months. And then finally, as a reference to the visual novel episode, uh, she was going to lure me to bed uh, by asking me to put my meats in the sweetest <laughs> of gin. <laughs> And there's, there's only one way. That's, that's a really good plan. That's a really good plan. I'm actually yeah. a little sad that it didn't come to fruition because yeah, that's would, that's solid. That would have been hilarious. The sweetest of jams. The God. sweetest of jams. No, so like I I asked, we were at the coffee shop and I just happened to be looking at her Spotify and there I was talking about something phone and, snooping and, yeah phone i snooping. wasn't trying to snoop I, it was totally innocent innocuous unintentional snooping yep but snooping nonetheless. but snooping nonetheless i am guilty <laughs> yeah but but that's that's just just to catch you up uh all right <laughs> she listens so I, I have to now watch what i say i have to uh censor myself we have to stop now. talking about all of the orgies that you've been having yeah the just the illicit substances i've been consuming yep. and the, the orgies that i immediately attend afterwards. does she know yet about how every time you come over and play smash with me that we're just having sex the whole time has she yeah fun? oh she okay that's good that's good, yeah, she, good knows. That she knows about that but she said that she shipped us together, so yeah, okay, we so already okay. know. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I'm her dream dad, or something. Dream daddy. That's, or something. that's a reference to a, another visual novel called Dream Daddy, which about, I'm still uh, dads dating dads. I don't. I'm so confused by they're not. Existence. They're not all romance novels. You can't. They it, can't anyway. all be romantic pigeons. No, no, they, they can't. can't. <laughs> you can't tell me that. All right, that's uh, enough but, masturbatorial throwback callback jokes. Yeah. But as long as we're talking about oh, uh, wait, making wait choices in uh, yes. visual novels, I guess this is as good a time as any to uh, spring up upon our, our intrepid viewers. The actual topic to of yeah. the day. It's been what, like 40 25, minutes? 25 minutes. 25? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's we, pretty, we got five more minutes to kill. Pretty standard intro for us. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, so, oh, but go wait ahead. Minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. This motherfucker. Oh, you're going to sneak up on it? Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Damn it! Ah, no. I was so close. He's dude. He's on the mic. So I'm gonna. I'm just. If you guys, if I smack, I got a if I smack the mic at some point, and eh, I'm sorry ahead of time, but like, <laughs> this is a fucking war at this point. Okay, the integrity of the audio quality of this podcast means nothing compared to murdering <laughs> these fucking invasive shit. I will. I will oust them all. There is. Let me. Let me tell you how fucking committed I am. I am staring right now, one foot from me, at a spider just chilling on my wall. And I'm I'm letting him hang, bro. He's my spider, bro. He's just hanging out so he can fucking eat these things. If he puts a net between my mic arm and my fucking monitor, I'll let him leave it. 
I'll let him leave it. You're just going to let him post it up there? You can catch more flies with a spider's web than honey, as I think to say. I believe that's the expression. I, that's the I, I made expression. a similar pact like that uh, in my old apartment. There was this big-ass spider who made like a net like right in front of the front door. And I was like, you know what, man? Go for it. And then uh, she said, excuse me, I am not a man. And I was like, oh, pardon me. I didn't mean to misgender you, uh, Mrs. Uh, spider. And then she was like, no, 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 don't worry about it. And then laid a bunch of egg sacs all over. And I was like, nah, you violated the terms and conditions. I said, you could be here. You could eat the flies. I can, <laughs> I I can tolerate a woman, a woman <laughs> as long as she doesn't lay her spawn in my presence. All, all right. All right. No, I, I signed up for one spider. I didn't sign up for filth, an army. Filthy females <laughs> and their reproductive egg sack. It's disgusting. <laughs> so anyway, that's another. So yeah, that, that'll that. be another great. That'll be another great clip for canceling me. Um, <laughs> take take completely out of context. Yeah, yeah, that'll be another great one. So, so today's topic, besides me swatting gnats and getting distracted, is quote unquote meaningful choice in video games. So um, we'll start with um, just laying the groundwork here. So. Perhaps you are a, uh, a, 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 a simpleton, a, a plebeian, and you have never played any uh, story-driven RPGs, the Biowares, the, the CRPGs, the et cetera. Yeah. Well, not the royal you, Alex. I, oh, I know you. Me. I know you, you Alex. Know. Okay, okay. Um, but, you know, yeah, so your uh, Mass Effects, your Dragon Age, your... Um, shit, I don't know. Those are the only two coming to mind. But yeah, Pillars of Eternity, Icewind Dale, Baldur's Gate, all these games. Um, uh, typically CRPGs or story-driven action, uh, not action, story-driven RPGs. Damn, almost. Oh no, I got him! Ha! Yes! Right between the fingers. <laughs> Alright, one down, motherfucker. So, um, they typically have mechanics in them that maybe you, um, in the simplest form, you will say something to someone and uh, you're like, hey, I don't like female spiders laying eggs. And that person will be like, oh, fuck you, you know, fucking female spider empowerment. Or another person might be like, I fucking hate women spiders. Fuck yeah. And so depending on what you say to the characters in the game, oh, okay. they will have they will have different <laughs> they will have different reactions. I, I got lost. I lost the thread. I was like, what forum? Is will spread his spider ogeny. I'm on, yeah, spiderogeny.gov is what I'm on. <laughs> yeah, it's it's sanctioned by the United States government because because we've got the uh, the Trump spider in, in office. So, Trump spider. So um, so yeah, depending on what you say, they'll obviously have an an, an a reaction um within that within that conversation, but then that reaction coupled with many other things that occur during the game, including other interactions or choices you make, who you let live and die, who you attack, etc. Um, the game will have different outcomes. It might have a similar ending, but different variables will change because of things that you've done. Sure. So that is, I think, the most common sort of player choice. And, and the main reason for, for meaningful choice um, is to um, kind of enable... Um, uh, ba 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 Shit! What's the well, word? Not, not, it's not nostalgic. It's not nostalgic. It's sentiment to enable okay. a sentimental value to be ascribed to what has occurred for the player. 
Because if you have made this decision and you have caused this, you know, we all know, oh my God, I got another one. Fuck yeah, two down. How many of that? That's two. Bing, bing, bing. Two. <laughs> all right. So um, that, I just smushed that one with my finger. I didn't even need to clap it. Um, so depending uh, on the game that you've played, you know, you may like the story, but if you've got some extra element of, of a choice that you've made, that's going to obviously make you more invested. It's going gonna, it's gonna to hit harder. Kind of like when you're listening to a song and a particular lyric feels like it's really about you. You might find out later on that it's actually about something totally different, but that connection mm-hmm. works. So where I want to kind of drive into this, though, is actually a slight offshoot from here, and it's actually in the, um, in the new World of Warcraft expansion because it's still COVID time and that's all I do. So there is quote-unquote meaningful choice being added to the new World of Warcraft expansion, and I think what I want to discuss here is the difference between meaningful choice as a story element and meaningful choice as a gameplay element and Ah. and meaningful choice as a gameplay element is easier in story games because in a story game if you decide that you want to be a swashbuckling pirate and have a pistol and a scimitar okay Mm -hmm. like a pirate that's meaningful to you because that's what your character is about and you're playing the game for the purpose of experiencing the story, being the character, yeah, making those decisions in that universe. You're less concerned with the fact, even if you know, you might even know, that Swashbuckling Pirate is the worst thing you could do in the game. Mm-hmm. Every other thing you could do is better than being a Swashbuckling Pirate. Even if you're a pirate, Double Pistol Pirate or Double Sword Pirate is always better than what you want to play with Pistol and Sword Pirate. But you don't care. You want to be a Pistol Sword Pirate. And that's a meaningful choice because you you decided that. You connected that character. It influences how you interact with the world. And you're willing to accept some of those negatives in gameplay because ultimately it's a story-driven experience that you're, you're just playing by yourself. Mm-hmm. What's interesting that they're adding into this new WoW expansion is there are uh, these things called covenants. And there's four of them. And there's like vampires and fluffy fairies and weird... Jesus birds and guys that are these the official class titles. <laughs> no, but they're really close. Um, and, and, and then zombies. So it's vampire covenant, fairy, Fairies. fluffy guys, Jesus birds and, Jesus bird. and yeah. zombies. Um, basically. So there's these four covenants. Okay. And, and depending on, so you go through as you play the game, apparently when you're leveling, this is new, it's coming out, which is why there's like a lot of hoopla about this because a, it's new B, uh, people think they have very polar thoughts on it. Uh, which is what I'm about to dive into. So you play through, you level. um, As you level, you go through each of the covenants and experience what they're about. And then at a certain point, when you hit max level, you've got to be like, these are my boys. You've got to pick your covenant, okay? okay? And the covenants give you different passive abilities, different active abilities, and they're pretty crazy. Like vampires give you the ability to like teleport a short distance, which is really crazy because a lot of classes have no mobility options. So if you're a class that has no mobility options, you're pretty intrigued by the vampire guy because you get to teleport now. And that's something that normally you would never be able to do in a million years. So that's suddenly mm-hmm. really good. But then there's also other abilities that you get per class. So like if you're a paladin and you have the ability to like throw your shield at someone like Captain America, one of the covenants gives you some ability that whenever you throw your shield, you throw five fucking shields and it goes fucking ape shit and shields fly everywhere. And you're like, that's really crazy good. And then there's other covenant abilities, like you can turn into a cute fox if you pick the fairy guys. Hmm. Hold on. 
So <laughs> I think I found my covenant. So what's problematic about this is not so much even that you have to pick one, but also that you are required to invest a lot of time into the one that you pick. And if you decide to swap, you have to erase all of that invested time and okay. build up to the other covenant. And then if you decide you don't like that, when you want to go back, you've got to build back up to the main one again. So this is this is the meat and buns of what I'm getting to. Because I honestly don't know... I don't think I hate the idea of it, to be perfectly honest. Because okay. I actually like the idea of committing to your character in WoW. It's something that the game hasn't had for a really long time. You pick your character... The way that the game is now, it used to be like you had to spend all this gold to change your specs. So like if you were a healing shaman, you had to spend mm. all this gold and material and do this big rigmarole to change yourself over to a, a, a melee damage shaman or a, a long-range caster magic shaman of the three types mm -hmm. of shaman. So it was like you had some identity. Why are you a healer? Well, I've been a healer. I've put all this time into healer. All of my I'm gear is healers. You know, so yeah. the way the game is now isn't that way. And I like that, but it has downsides too. So the upshot is when I play my paladin, paladin has a, a tank, a melee damage dealer, and a healer spec. I can play basically every role, okay, as one character. That's appealing. Mm -hmm. But it's also kind of like, I don't know, I do kind of miss when, like, I played, yeah, my healer shaman, and that's what I was. Or when I played my rogue, and I was, I was a subtlety rogue. There were other people who were assassin rogues and combat rogues. But I was a subtlety rogue. And specifically, I used a specific set of skills as a subtlety rogue that even was different than some other subtlety rogues might use. So it gave you that, like, connection, right, to your character, mm -hmm. to the game world, how you experienced things. But the problem with that, as we are going to see, is that you can also have huge issues with the balance of the game. And Blizzard is notoriously fucking horrible at balance. So on the one hand, I really love the idea of being like, I really like the fluffy fucking fairy people, and I want to pick them. But on the other side, fucking sexy vampire dude lets you teleport. So who's not going to be sexy vampire dude? And then the problem want to be foxes. Sure, but then the problem is like you're going to feel obligated and blah blah blah. So I feel like in an ideal world, it would be really nice if Blizzard made all of the abilities overpowered so that you really could choose based on what aesthetics you liked, what storyline stuff you liked. If they were all just bullshit. Maybe they're a little different, but you get some bullshit. But the problem different is flavors of bullshit, but it's but always bullshit. And it's not even it's not even that there's like it's not like we're not talking like one power is evil Ryu and the other power is Oni. We're not talking about that. We're not even talking about one power is evil Ryu and the other power is Dan. We're mm -hmm. talking about one power from a covenant is the ability to download the DLC that lets you play evil Ryu. And the other <laughs> power from the other covenant is the ability to download the DLC that gives you color number 14 for one character. Like, there's oh, that much... There's clearly better choice. Yes, there is that much okay. disparity. And and Blizzard's like, don't worry, guys! We're gonna balance them! And it's like, and now... We them. just Well, we just moved, like, three weeks ago into beta from Alpha for the new expansion. And Blizzard's still like, we really want your feedback. We're listening. Also, <laughs> we can't make any major changes because we're in beta now. And we're just like, as a community, everyone's like, <laughs> <laughs> fucking what like dude See, this is gaslighting 
Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're here. We're listening. Your opinions are valid. We won't act on them. We don't really care. Don't talk to us. <laughs> yeah, and so like the yeah. one ability that they give paladins that makes like it makes one of their existing abilities hit five times once every minute, and you can you can choose when to do it. It's a cooldown. It's like a minute cooldown. So when you're like a like the the protection paladin who's the tank, he throws a shield like Captain America is what I was saying before, and that yeah. shield bounces four times. And it silences, which means they can't cast spells, whatever it hits. Sure. So you throw it, you throw the shield once, it bounces four times and hits four targets. Well, when you use this ability, you throw five shields and all five of them bounce four times and hit four targets. And you're just like, God damn, that seems amazing. Hell yeah. I can't wait to see these other abilities. <laughs> and then the next ability is like, it's Deep like <laughs> the thing that, yeah, it's like the thing that you already do that puts some fire on the ground. It's like a bigger fire, and it looks red because the vampire guys made you unholy, even though you're a paladin. And you're like, all right, but what does it do? And they're like, ooh, spooky red. 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 And you're just like, oh, Isn't most fire red? Like, no, no, no. It's deeper red. Vampire red. And bigger now. Ooh. Like, so it's the difference of an ability that does literally like one one hundredth of your damage being empowered in a way that doesn't matter versus an ability that is your best ability already being multiplied by a factor of five five <laughs> yeah and you're just like there's no choice so it's and so what i'm uh what i want to kind of end at least here before you can jump in um oh yeah so, I'll, I'll jump is is it's not so much like clearly that isn't a meaningful choice, right? Um, clearly it's not at this point. It's not meaningful because because it's it's imbalanced. There is a right oh, choice. Oh, there's a right answer. Yeah. There's a right answer. And and you could have this exact situation in a single player game and it would probably be okay. Because in a single player game, you can change the difficulty, you can play the game however you want, but you don't have that luxury in a multiplayer game. Because and, everyone's playing. And so what that has turned the discourse into is that no system like this can ever work. And that's where I don't know if I'm just a lofty head in the clouds optimist. Uh, I'm not. Yeah, that's you. <laughs> I'm the opposite of that. 100%. But on this, on this particular subject, maybe I am. I don't know. But it feels like that can't be right to me. There, surely there is a way. I'm not saying it's, it's clearly going to be somewhat imbalanced, right? As soon as you have sure. like very different options, but, but World of Warcraft is inherently, um, uh, a, an asymmetrical game. The, the power yeah. is not symmetrical. There, there's so many different classes and races and gear sets and specs and different things. There is no way for the game to be perfectly one to one balanced. It, it just can't be that way. So I feel like within that realm of admission, it doesn't seem unreasonable to me that they could make everything as good as throw your shield five times and mm -hmm. make nothing as bad as your fire is now red and spooky. But like, there's a lot of numbers that you can tweak. I've, I've heard that there are several numbers in world of Warcraft, but yeah, but that's where it's hard. Cause it's just like, how can you trust blizzard? Because they even, they don't, the, don't. the thing is they don't, they don't, they don't think, or they don't say that that is the case, right? They don't come out and say that it's spooky. They say, Fire damage on the ground is twice as big and does 50% more damage. And you go, okay, but my fire damage on the ground is already like as big as it needs to be generally. Bigger is fine. That's cool. But 50% 50 more damage if it does two damage is nothing. 
That's three. Meanwhile, shieldy throw does like 50,000 damage and you're multiplying it by five. So like they just don't, they don't acknowledge that. And so it's yeah. like, I do think they could do it, but can they do it in this time frame? I don't know. So anyway, that's meaningful choice in World of Warcraft as contrasted Warcraft. to single player games. What yeah. are your meaningful choices, Lex? Okay, so I was uh, I was brainstorming this um, while when when I you know several weeks ago when we planned this episode, and I, I collected all <laughs> of my documents and research. And, but you I should explain I that in joke prompt. and not just leave it in the air. You <laughs> what? Should, you should explain that joke I and not just leave it in the air. I think you okay. should. I think you should. <laughs> we uh, come up with all of our episode ideas sometime between Thursday and now. Yes. <laughs> Now being halfway into the podcast. <laughs> and adorable as she is, uh, Lex's uh, yeah. primary butt partner, Jin, who we were talking about earlier in the podcast, yes. was uh, shocked to find out <laughs> that we weren't like two weeks prepared <laughs> and was apparently impressed by our uh, well, <laughs> goodness or something. Yeah. Oh, because, you know, we seem like we're so put together. We're, we we're so able to keep on track. And, we seem very and, professional. We, it's because yeah. of all the documents that I keep referring yeah. to. All of my. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, dear, dear listeners. Um, so I, I, um, I, I, I misunderstood the prompt. I thought we were ah. going to talk about uh, a different aspect of it. Oh, uh, don't worry. It still relates. Um, well, if it's about meaningful choice, I think it relates. It is. It is. Yeah. 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 This can be a, a broad topic. Um, so you were talking about how one of those is uh, Captain America shield slash times five. Uh -huh. And the other one is just like nothing. It's like your two A is twice as long or whatever. Yeah. Um, that's that's a case where there's like one clearly right answer and one clearly wrong answer. Grooves, and they're, right? They're, grooves. Yeah. There's one groove. Like there's one groove. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. CBS. That's a groove is just better. S yes. groove kind of sucks. Or, and then like, the one groove is good at your, if you're new, and that's it. And they're, they're yeah. not, it's not really a choice. It's really not that's like it. they give you three choices, but they're not a choice. Only pick <laughs> S groove. Yeah. Um, so I, I was thinking of this all in terms of single player games. Um, and in Golden Sun, uh, the the beginning like 20 minutes of the game, um, the bad guys show up and, and horrible things happen. And then you talk to the local priest and he's like, are you guys, oh, wow, the, the bad guys came. Do you want to help out or do you just want to like not, can, can we trust on you to, to help us do the thing or no? And if you say yes, then the game continues as normal and you go fight the bad guys and the game is like 30 hours long or whatever. Or if you say no, the credits roll. You've told me that. <laughs> it's amazing. It, it feels so good. Do you have agency? I have I to, don't know. I have to hijack this to sell you more on Pillars of Eternity because I can't yeah. I can't tell you I want I actually Ow. have a lot of examples about Pillars okay. of Eternity that I wanted to bring up for this particular subject but I'm saving them for the day that you never that actually I play, it. play it. It won't happen. Oh, you've got it won't you've happen. Got, uh, but Steinsgate and you you're I'm you're, one up on you. Got, you have no it. nope, you have no legs to stand on. I'm one up on you. I, I don't want to hear shit. I don't hear just. I, I don't want to hear shit. No, I'm, I'm saying shit. you've got these games over me. I I can't complain. Yeah, yeah right. I'll, I'll play. You, right. I'm indebted. So so yeah yeah yeah. You're behind. You're behind the eight ball. So uh, but anyway, the um, they have a similar thing like what you're just describing in the second yeah. one, where one of the 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 gods in the game is uh, Bareth, and Bareth is the god of uh, they call it the the wheel. 
is the main uh, uh, religious existential mechanism of the world. The wheel is it's 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 a giant turning wheel of souls, and and you're a soul in the cog of the wheel, and it churns, and you live and you die according to this cycle as the wheel turns, right? And you're reborn, mm-hmm. and your your soul is reborn into a new body, and it's this whole thing. It's oh, God, I fucking love this game. Anyway, at the beginning of the second one, Barith resurrects your soul after the first game and mm-hmm. and and you're like did i die and she's like well not really but sort of your soul's <laughs> you could cr- be deader your soul's special <laughs> remember i talked to you in the first game i'm you got to do stuff for me and in the first game barith is a god and someone that you you are aware of and have like things with but like in the second game it's like barith is like sup i'm i'm here right at the beginning talking to you and you're like oh shit okay and Barith is like, fucking go pick your body and go back down to the fucking planes of existence and do this thing I need you to do because I'm a god. Fucking suck my dick. And one of your options is like, fuck you. I'll take my chance at the wheel. You're a fucking piece of shit. I fucking hate you. Like, I'm not doing this shit. And, and so just fucking send me to the wheel and I'll take my chances. And then the text that you get is just like, you awaken and... Like the 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 breeze is, is in there. You're terrified. You are very hungry. You jump from the tree and but anyway, you're a squirrel. You're a squirrel. Naturally. You're reincarnated yeah. into a squirrel and you As just read you. and you read yeah. some text that's like you fucking steal some nuts and then a hawk eats you and then you go back into the wheel <laughs> and Barris like, What's up? What do you want to do? And you're you just ready? like you're just like, God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> So that, that's I think that's kind of a trope, but it's it's charming yeah. every time. Well, you know, it, it, it is a trope and it is charming. But what I was addressing was like, is it meaningful choice because there's a right answer and a wrong answer? I guess technically, because you do have the option to say no. And if you were stupid, you could be like, well, I've finished the game. The credits did roll. Yeah. Yeah. So it, I guess that that's one thing. But like the, the big thing that I was diving in on uh, 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 validity of choice and, and, and the ability to make uh, decisions. Uh, there's there's two Final Fantasy games that people find themselves on the polar ends of the spectrum with when it comes to what they describe as agency, but of course they're stupid. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry uh, about so me. Final, no, you're good. Uh, Final. <laughs> Just killing, <laughs> you, killing you, nets. karate moves. Okay. Killing nets. Uh, so Final Fantasy 13 uh, is oft described as a super linear game because it's the, all the maps are a straight line. That's okay. fine. That's true. That I, I take no issue. The with strictest definition the of linear. Of yes. linear. Um, Final Fantasy fifteen, on the other hand, is a big open world. The the game opens up, and you and your friends are pushing a car because you're fixing to start a road trip, and you're you're supposed to go from point A to point B. But of course, the adventure is how you get there, not just the destination, right? So you can drive here or there or everywhere and do all kinds of weird shit. You, Professor Lex, with an inability to distinguish one direction from the next, played and completed this game. Yep. I'm so proud of you. It took me years. I'm so proud of you. It took me literal years. For those of you who don't know, if you put a paper bag over Lex's head and spin around around in place, he will actually forget his name, who he is, (laughs) where where he is, (laughs) how to wipe his own butt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. It, and it was frustrating. And I definitely used the map more times. But that's that's not the thing. You don't have more agency in Final Fantasy 15 than you do in Final Fantasy 13. 
You don't. You flatly don't. And I think your point will, is that open world exploration does not equate to agency. Yeah, it doesn't. I people agree a like thousand percent. Oh, and, thank God. And I agree that people think that it does. Let me let me explain this in a positive way, as an analog. I okay. love the Elder Scrolls. They are one of my favorite game series of all time. Morrowind, Oblivion, and Skyrim are fantastic. There is very little agency in those games. Very little. Because ultimately, whether you pick whatever dialogue or not, the way those games are set up, it'll be like, I don't want to kill that guy because I don't think what he did is that bad. And other people are like, you got to kill him. You're the herald of justice and he did a thing and everyone will be mad. And if you say no... The way these games often play out is someone else will kill them, and then they're like, "Well, it worked out anyway." And you're just like, well, "That's not, that's not a choice." Yeah. So, and in Wait fact, and in fact, my my favorite quote unquote choice of all time in an Elder Scrolls game is not a choice at all. There is a character named Parthenax. Do you know about this guy? No. Parthenax. An Elder Scrolls game. Oh man. Okay, this is one of my favorite quotes of all time that Parthenax has. Parthenax is a dragon. In Skyrim, you are the dragonborn. You are a human who is born with a dragon's soul, and dragons are mythical, amazing creatures. I know everyone knows what a dragon is in the context of this game. Uh, They are mythical, amazing creatures that haven't existed for millennia or thousands of years or whatever and that's what a millennia means so i don't know why it's specified but anyway they, they they haven't existed for a long time okay people know dragons used to exist they see like dragon skeletons they know of these creepy people who live in ruins called dragon priests that do creepy weird things but they haven't seen a dragon in forever so you see dragons you kill them you steal their souls you power yourself up you do cool dragon things and eventually you meet these people who teach you the way of the dragon powers, basically, and you never meet their leader. And they're like, our leader is Parthenax, but he is really fucking busy and you can't meet him. And you're like, all right, cool, we'll just keep doing our thing. And, spoiler alert, when you meet Parthenax, damn, he is on top of a mountain and he is a giant fucking dragon. Okay? And all the dragons that you know are evil. Because the main evil dragon is this dude, Alduin. He's a fucking evil piece of shit. Every dragon, he starts resurrecting dragons. They're all fucking evil. They're all evil. It is inherently, implicitly known that dragons are evil. So you meet Parthenax. Cool aside, he is voiced by the same guy who voices Mario. Charles Bartonet. Or Bartonet, or Charles... No, Bartonet. Martinet. Martinet, yeah, that's it. Not Bartonet. Charles Um, Barkley voices uh, a dragon. He's yeah. voiced by the same guy who voices Mario, but instead of talking like Mario, he sounds like a dragon. So he... Like you do. And one of the things that happens is when you go up to him, there are these people... Who, there's this faction called the Blades. I won't waste too much time, but in the previous games, they were the faction of protecting the king and all that is generically right, and they uphold the fucking monarchy, and they're they're good, as good as you could be in this kind of feudally system. You know, they're... Yeah. They're, good, they're the good guys. The Blades people are like, you need to go fucking kill Parthenax because dragons are evil and we think he's full of shit and he's a piece of shit. And so you as the Elder Scrolls player are like, man, I don't know. Parthenax has said some pretty baller things. He's like my grandpa. He's like, he seems very wise. He seems 
to understand all of the things that are going on with the dragons. He wants to help all the, the human people, and he just seems so smart and good and cool. And they're like, nah, he's fucking evil. Here's, like, some reasons. And you're like, man, fuck this, but all right, I'm going to go talk to Parthenax. We're going to see what happens, right? You go talk to Parthenax. Parthenax, Parthenax is so wise. He's like, sup, it looks like you're going to try and kill me, probably. I can tell. And you're like, ah, Parthenax, you wise piece of shit. And Parthenax fucking, he pulls a fucking Dragonheart Sean Connery moment, right? He just fucking sits back and he's like, he's like, he lifts his fucking breastplate up or whatever. You know, he's like, he's like, look, if you're going to fucking kill me, just fucking kill me. But before you do, let me ask you a question. Is it better to be born good or mm. overcome one's evil nature with great effort? And then, and then you're just like, damn, part of the next. Hell yeah, you're the shit. And anyway, if you've ever killed Parthenax, I fucking hate you. And the only oh, way wow. to the only way to not kill Parthenax, there is no choice because I I like fought him to see if he would like back off or, or... I'm like, what is it? I don't want to kill him, but you can't make progress on the quest if you don't kill him. The quest is just kill Parthenax. And you're like, fuck you, Blaze. I just want an answer that says no, but the only thing you can do is just never turn in that quest. But nice. I have never yeah, turned neat. in that quest on any character. Because Parthenax is the shit, and killing him serves no fucking purpose. Fuck you, Blades. So that's meaningful choice in the Elder Scrolls games, and they are very open world. And circling back, yeah. circling back to your point of, I do agree with there can be, there can be, and cannot be meaningful choice and player agency with and without linear or open world games. I think they are completely separate things. And the it, the sure. a linear game does not mean you, you have, have less choice. Agency. A linear game does not mean you have less choice. And a an open sandbox team does not mean you have more choice. You're, they're, exactly. they're, they're unrelated. I agree. But so for me, the difference is the the only time that you get like that sense of agency or, or knowing that your decision meant something when you're playing Final Fantasy 15 and they say, "Please kill a giant man or a giant monster so that I can make burgers out of him." <laughs> That's your, a real your thing. options. Uh, yeah. More or less. Sure. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm paraphrasing, but not much. Um, there, there's a there's a quest giver at a diner, and he says, "Oh, please go find a thing and kill it for me, and I will make it into a burger or some other manner of food." That sounds like a um, wild quest to me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, the, your your only choice there is either to do the thing or to not do the thing. The the you didn't make a choice, you just participated in it or didn't. For me, yes. the only way that you can make a choice or have agency is if by doing something you necessarily are giving something else up. When when you are playing those CRPGs, your Mass Effect, your whatever, and uh, they say like, um, uh, you're, you're messing around with the Geth and, and Legion and Tally, and they say, hey, you need to pick one of us and the mm -hmm. other one will die. When, that's a real choice that you made because when you decide to save Tally, then get uh, then a uh, uh, Legion dies and you feel horrible. Or you can back Legion and then Tally dies and you feel horrible. Or you can have done all of the quest things earlier to set up so that they can both coexist. And that that is all like wonderful real decisions that you made because it had an impact in the story and you necessarily gave stuff up at every step of the way regardless of which direction you pick. I'm I'm going to agree and disagree immediately with so I disagree with the fact that it needs to have like a consequence. But I will agree with what you just said which is that it has an impact on the story. And quite yeah. often the things that have an impact on a story do have a consequence, but not necessarily. It could be a choice that is as simple as saying 
what race are you? And that has a, a consequence of being like, well, I'm an orc, therefore people are weirdly racist to me because orc things, mm -hmm. you know? So I, I guess you could argue the consequence of that is, but it's not like you're not Racism. direct. Yeah, he is the right. Yeah. But like, but like, but like, you're not, you're not. <laughs> There's no consequences. When you're, when you're a character select, you just um, pick your race and then you do great. Yeah. Why the fuck didn't you roll a white? Yeah. What the hell's wrong with you? Um, so, so, so the, um, but no, but I mean like that's a different kind of consequence than like one is yeah. like a cosmetic thing that affects things. I don't think every choice has to be a consequence of like this person lives or dies or this person hates no, you, no, this no. person loves you. You don't need huge stakes, but you do I don't, need a consequence. A stake, yeah. yeah well, I guess not, so. Yeah, so in the Walking Dead games, have you played those? No. Okay, they're good. Uh, play the first one. Just do that and you'll be fine. Um, the the very first Walking Dead game, you make a bunch of choices. Number it's, three. It's, do what? I got number three. Please continue. Oh, nice. You're up to three. <laughs> um, you, you make a great many choices, and some of them necessarily cause forks in the road. The game starts and ends more or less the exact same way, but you get to make a handful of things that impact the world choices along the way, and a lot of decisions that don't impact the world, where you can choose to say, like, fuck you, or fuck me, or dot, 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 instead mm -hmm. of anything. And, like, those don't necessarily serve any impactful purpose insofar as like changing the outcome of the game uh but it does help endear you to the character or make you feel like you're lee you're the yes. one who's saying these things yes and it's not a meaningful choice but it has meaning to you meaning the sentiment that you brought to it rather I than mentioned like, sentiment earlier yeah exactly yeah. and that's yeah my favorite like crpgs they have a lot of that exactly where yes maybe it doesn't make a bigger impact but it, it does mean something to you and what you said and that it gives that you like an meaning. invest an investment that later makes you more more likely to continue role playing and 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 yeah. and, yeah. and losing yourself in the story. It's an immersion factor. Um, but to the point of the ones that do have consequences, I think the reason we don't see more games like this, and we're getting into conjecture territory, obviously, but like mm -hmm. I think the reason we don't see more games is because people are little fucking bitches. They're little bitches. <laughs> yeah. They can't handle it. I, I yeah. one of one no, of the right. main dude one of the main complaints about Pillars Two, and I have to think of a way to say this without spoiling too much. But it, there, there's a point where you decide to do a thing at the end of the game, mm -hmm. and you have to decide, like, who you're going to do it with amongst all of the potential parties that you could. And somebody's mad mm -hmm. that you didn't fuck them because you fucked the other people. Okay. Yeah. Um. That was a crossover from doing the thing into a sex joke. Doing the thing, doing where you the don't actually fuck them. You can, but oh. that's not what we're talking about. Um, but anyway, a lot of people complained because they were like, "I should be able to get like the good ending where I I do all the things." And it's like, have you not been playing the same game as me? Yeah. Because the whole theme of the game, the entire theme of Pillars 2 specifically, not as much Pillars 1, um, the main theme of Pillars 2 is that you can't please everybody. It's about diplomacy. It's mm -hmm. about... It, Making if, enemies when you make friends or vice versa. Yeah and, or, yeah, and even if you're trying to make the least enemies possible, it might be pretty hard or actually impossible to have maximal good outcomes from that. And it, there's a lot of balancing of that. And that's awesome. That's fucking awesome. It also means that when you replay as a new character, you get to make different, different choices, choices 
based and they on have different meaning to what you? that yeah. yeah what that character does and like but I think a lot of people hate that dude they just want they no, want they, they want a game that they're just like I I beat Super Mario Brothers I hopped on the Goomba which is fine those are very fun games but like <laughs> you, you can enjoy yourself you but. can't be mad at the game for like yeah like it's like I all I want to read is Goosebumps like I like, okay like, <laughs> good for I you mean, we've all been there <laughs> I, yeah I like Goosebumps it's it's great Alstein is my my home dog. But no, like, so like, come on, man. Uh, people, I, I agree with you. I a lot of people really hate the ending to Mass Effect Three. Uh, to speak in broad terms, because uh, this is going to spoil the game, but it's also not. Uh, to speak in broad terms, the broad, Reapers show vague up. Spoilers are fine. Yeah. Broad, broad, vague spoilers yeah. are yeah. Uh, so the bad guys, the Reapers, show up every bazillion years, and then they eradicate all but like 2% of life and then they fuck off for another bazillion years and then they come back and do it again and wouldn't you know it it's about that time for for the bad guys to show up and so the reapers roll in and they're like we're here to eradicate all of life and you commander shepherd have decided that it, it is your your job you're uniquely qualified to help stop the reapers from eradicating all of life and so you make all of these choices in the first game and they they're like really impactful like should we commit genocide and you can either commit genocide or not, or or uh, it's not just let this person die or let that person die. It's like, did I just piss off an entire species of people because they can't have babies anymore? Yeah. And then, uh, like, you, you make all of these decisions, and they're so impactful and so meaningful. They have consequences in the game. They have consequences to you as the player. And then you get to the end, and the Reapers roll up, and they're like, nah, but fuck you. That that was the original ending to the game. You do your best, and at the end, they're like, "Yeah, the Reapers won." I don't know what you were expecting. Yeah, they rolled. They've been doing this like clockwork for the last bazillion to the tenth power years. I want to tell you so many things about pillars <laughs> that I can't. <laughs> okay, I'll play your game. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's cool. But like, they 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 show up, and the original ending of the game was that the the Reapers just more or less win. This is broad terms. I'm not actually spoiling the game. If you played the game for any amount of time, you would get that that's where it was going. And people were like, yeah, mad. I'm vaguely aware of that as someone who hasn't played that. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. So, like, you, you can be more or less qualified to do better or worse, but, like, the original ending was just like, fuck you, the Reapers win. Go, go, be go to bed. So you, when you, you say original, did they release, like, Baby's Best DLC to give people the ending yeah. they wanted? No. They said, we're fine, we see that some people are upset, and so we've decided that we're going to go back and re-release the ending and give you a different version. Oh, that's and if so you dumb! Do, you know. So if you go back and you're like, yes, yes, they, the developers, they listen to me, thank you, Bioware, and you replay the game and you get to the end, and the Reapers are about to roll up and destroy all of life, uh, you now have the choice, in a manner speaking in a roundabout way, of being like, no, and uh, it not them not listening or saying no, and them kind of listening but not enough that it would count. So like the good ending to the game is the Reapers roll up and instead of eradicating all of life, they eradicate all of life. Except now you're robots. This is broad terms. So I'm not actually spoiling it. The the Reapers still win. I'm angry you can't, you that can't they. Stop. As the developers added that, though. That seems like but it tarnishes it, the integrity of that story. Like it, it seems like it would be a cave, but yeah. I think I, I think it was almost like a second bigger middle finger behind the first one, where they where they gave you the, the vanishing uh, middle finger in the back. Um, <laughs> because like they're like, yeah, you do get a choice at the end of the game. You can make a difference. And the difference is just like, now it's blue. You're still fucked. 
you're still fucked. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I understand you don't want them to capitulate to uh, terrorist demands, but I just but they, they dude, did yeah, it in a way. There's so many people that like enjoy bad stories. I just don't. Oh God damn this! There's one big gnat left. I feel like, and he is just getting real ballsy. I'm gonna get him. <laughs> Um, but yeah, there, there's people that just like, they don't even like good stories. And I just have to wonder, it's like the people who play fighting games and all they do is bitch about how like hard it is. And it's just like, are you even playing the same genre as me? Like it's a fucking fighting game. Like if you don't, supposed to be. I, mean, I don't, <laughs> and I even someone, I'm even someone who I think, I think fighting games should be ideally easier. much easier than most quote unquote fighting game people think. Right. Sure. Uh, and even still, for me, there is a huge set of people that I just don't. I'm like, why? Why? Why do you play the game then? Yeah. Like, if you can't do jab, jab, jab in Street Fighter Four, if you can't do a QCF motion, yeah. If you yeah, can't do exactly, if you can't do a Dragon Punch motion, <laughs> fucking fuck off. Now, I agree. Like, one frame links are stupid. I have no problem with that being gone. You know, like that doesn't bother me at all. I don't think they're the worst thing ever either. But like, no. they're they're generally not good. Generally, you don't, you don't make a game good by having one frame links. Yeah, and you don't make one it bad by not having them. And the yeah, same, yeah. One frame links had a sense of nuance in like Street Fighter 4, where you can do like forward fierce into crouch fierce as Ryu. All right, or you but, could just do like forward fierce into Tatsu. But that's cheating because in Street Fighter 4, almost no one frame links actually were one frame links because plinking existed. And in Street Fighter 4, most one frame links, with very few exceptions, were actually two frame links because of plinking. And in my opinion, the hardest any link should be in any game is two frames. Two frames? Two frames. Okay. One frame is stupid. I think there is literally no reason to have a one frame link. Um, that being said, again, like if Street Fighter 4 was the exact same game and Plinking didn't exist, I would yeah. hate it a lot more, even though I love it and think it's so good. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Like, but like a two frame link, I mean, there's a huge difference. People think, like, oh, it's only one frame. But I mean, think about it. It's twice as easy. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's a like double that yeah. that's a big two times as big. That is a big difference. Yeah. If someone came to your house and replaced all of your windows with windows twice as big, I think you'd be disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like my natural yeah. light. Uh, if they were twice like, as small, I'd, I'd be disappointed. That would also be bad. There you go. Um, but like, uh, it, and that's how I felt with with the people who were complaining about Mass Effect because they. Like you, you, you played this game this whole time. You knew what it was, what it was about. You really should have had time to adjust and make your peace with what was happening. And all I could mm-hmm. say was, it the ending invalidates all of the decisions that you made. And it's like, yeah, it did, didn't it? But like, that's why those decisions that you made were so important. Because if nothing that you do matters, <laughs> then all that matters is what you do. I don't know how I did not see that coming, (laughs) but I didn't. And you are a genius. Thank you. Thank you. That's what you pay me for. Um, That's the podcast guys. There's nothing better to end on than that. You beautiful genius, professor Lex. All right. Well, uh, yeah, I have been metal. And I've been professor Lex. And we will catch you guys next time. See ya.